0: Start your day the right way by taking charge of your physical and mental fitness.
1: It's important to know your numbers. They determine if your blood pressure is high or low, your cholesterol balance, even your blood sugar level, heart rate, and much more.
0: Get tested by visiting your doctor, clinic, or stop by at any health center closest to you.
1: Take control today. This message is from Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela.
0: This is Doctors On Air with Dr. Pamela. Good morning
1: and welcome to the last program of the year. Today we're going to be talking about managing holiday stress because people think that the holiday season is, or some people think it's for relaxation, but a lot of people find it extremely stressful. Thank you, Dr. Laladeh, for coming on the program and Chris also for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Ma, for having me. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So, Dr. Olaade, can you just start off as a a psychiatrist? You know, we're talking about the holiday period, um, and there's so much going on. Parties, 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 um, people traveling home for Christmas, the general stress of rushing to get things done at work towards the end of the year. You know, what is stress? Because we talk about stress a lot.
2: But what is it? Thank you. Um, Stress can be defined as a state of um, mental or emotional strain. Um, it's a tension that results when one's resources are not sufficient enough to cope with the demanding circumstances. So, for instance, um, talking about relating it to all the day, so you what what you have is not enough to cope with the circumstances around, for instance, financially, with the demands of um, family, with the demands of um, meeting up with some social responsibilities. When the demand gets so much and you cannot cope with it, you cannot manage it, you cannot find a way around it, and it starts affecting one emotionally or start leading to some symptoms, making one feel unrelaxed, then that could be a stress. That could be a stressor or a stressful situation. And there are definitely several things that could cause stress, either during the holiday period or um, even beyond it. So if I would probably go... From... Yes, please, go further, because we want to understand stress.
1: We want to understand what stress means to all of us, and especially at this time. What What is stress? What are these symptoms you're talking about? How do we, you know, what can stress lead to? I think that is actually
2: the worrying part. But
1: tell us a bit more, please.
2: Thank you very much, Mark. Um, so just focusing or cooling down a bit on the, the fact that all the stress we all know that during this time um we are work is closing down, we are winding down, enjoying um, the festivity, festive period, there's Christmas, there's new year. And so there's a lot of hustle and bustle. There's a lot of financial responsibility. There's a uh, for some people the thought of spending time with family together, you know, I'm used to staying on my own but now I have to go greet my parents, I have to stay with some extended family members, I have to visit them. That in itself could be stressful because I'm not used to that because I prefer my own company or because um, I feel that my family members are going to put some pressure on me or ask me some questions. So that would be a form of stressor during this period, you know. Sometimes during this holiday period, for some people that have lost some family members or loved ones, Maybe I'm used to the fact that I I would relate with my parents during the Christmas. I go to pay pay them in visit. But right now, maybe they are no more. It could also be a stressful moment for the individual at that point in time to say, oh, wow, this holiday season, what will I do? Moreover, there is also the stress of traveling, you know. I'm going through a lot of stress. I'm traveling from here to the east, you know. That could also be a burden alongside with the financial burden that comes alongside with the holiday period responsibility to children responsibility to some friends close family members you know that would be a stress on individual and so because of that the individual could start seeing some symptoms which could be physical or psychological so it would start feeling um, um sweaty start feeling restless some headaches you cannot just explain as to why am i really feeling this headache you know for some people it could even be sleepless nights you can't relax well Your mind is just all over the place, worrying about how to manage this, how to work around this, you know. so some people, it could even affect their appetite, you can't eat very well. I've seen clients who, because of the journey from moving from one place to the other, it leads to them breaking down. Especially when they have been predisposed to probably having an anxiety problem or already predisposed in their genetics to having um, a mental breakdown if they are overly, overly stressed. So when this stressor becomes too much, some of the mental illnesses could lead to anxiety, it could lead to adjustment disorders, or even an acute stress reaction because of the stressor that the person is going through. So these journeys could also be a problem for some individuals and then lead to breakdown. So this in a nutshell is part of what we could see during this period of early season and other stressors.
1: Wow. Now it's all encompassing, but we do know the stress causes... Other problems, as in internally, stress can affect you. Can you tell us some of the medical changes that happen in an individual with stress?
2: Good, thank you. So, when someone is stressed, there could be physical signs and there could be psychological signs. So, when we talk about physical signs, the person could start um, having an increased awareness in athletes, for instance. Now, you start feeling as if your heart is beating very fast. With the person just finding it difficult to breathe as we love to be, there could be increased um gastric movements. That's when I want to go to the toilet or use it more frequently. You know, I'm not just relaxed completely. So psychologically too, there could also be um, excessive sweating, like I mentioned earlier, headaches, occasional dizziness because of the stress or the stressful situation the individual is going through at that moment. You know, just a general feeling of unwell. Not just being comfortable, just feeling like I'm, um, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not just myself. I'm just restless. So that could point that there is a stressor, which if not well addressed, would then lead to more damage or more breakdown or more psychological insult for the individual. That's and like right. we explained earlier, this holiday season is actually um, susceptible for people, and it has to be managed well.
0: So Chris,
1: coming over to you, please.
0: Everything the doctor has said, it's right on point. But well, our approach towards stress is from the position of not how I can manage it because I feel stress is bad for me, but how I can master it because I know that stress has some benefits to me. So we look at it from that angle. What are the benefits of stress? Now, um, how we like to define stress is um, stress is when there's some form of demand on your capacity regardless of what the demand is, yeah? It could be emotional, physical, um, financial, um, you know, all that. It, even spiritual, it can be that. But it's about how you respond to that feeling, to that emotion, right? Um, I like to tell people that your brain doesn't know the difference between good or bad, it has no moral compass. Its job is just to align you with your thoughts and with your perception. So when you do think that stress is bad, then your brain would align things around you that kind of like supports that that stress is bad. But when you think about the goodness of stress and the benefits of stress, then you're not so much looking at it from a point of, ah, this is um, bringing me down or this is affecting me negatively. You're thinking more about, okay, what am I going to do with this? How am I going to get out of it? What am I going to get out of it that will benefit me? So within this period, um, it's very, very um, normal for people to undergo some form of stress. Yeah. because just as the doctor said, there is demand on you either way, whichever way you look at it. Well, how do you respond to that demand? How do you react to that mm-hmm. demand? Um, let me use myself as, as an example. Um, in December last year, I lost my mom two weeks to Christmas right? And my mom has been a very prominent feature when it comes to how we celebrate Christmas. She's really been like the figurehead for us. So it's very easy for me to contemplate, you know, isolating myself this Mm -hmm. period and say, hey, I can't deal with Christmas now because my mom is gone. Mm -hmm. But what that does is it makes you focus on the past. So you're unable to enjoy the present, unable to enjoy today. You're thinking about yesterday. So what I've decided to do is look at it from, okay, yes, my mom is no longer here. She's been very pivotal when it comes to how we celebrate Christmas. But for us now, it's about appreciating, you know, the the impact of her life on us going forward. Another person would look at it and feel very despondent, you know, just as the doctor said, when you're dealing with, with loss or you're dealing with grief, other people easily fall into the bracket of, um, I'm sad. I'm despondent. I'm depressed, and they isolate themselves from people. It's very, very important that you, no matter what it is that you're going through, you don't isolate yourself in such a way that is detrimental to your well-being. Okay. Thank you very much. You're listening to Doctors on Air with Dr. Pamela. Thank you,
1: Dr. Laladi. I'm stunned. Cortisol is very important hormone in stress. Can you tell us about it?
2: Okay, thank you very much for that. Now, cortisol is an hormone produced in the body, specifically by the adrenal gland. And it's one hormone that's very important when we talk about stress, because part of its function is one way is to also um, get elevated or increased during stressful processes or when one is faced with stress. And so it's very important. It's a very important hormone that helps to manage stress. So when it's increased during stress is normal, then goes back to um, the normal level when the stressful situation is well handled. So for those that might have problems with their cortisol production, that could affect their management of stress because this hormone won't be there in right quantities. Now, when we now look at stress and the problems that might arise from stress, if it's not well-managed, apart from the anxiety that it could cause, it could also lead to a depressive disorder So I'm stressed because I don't have enough money to celebrate the Christmas or the New Year. I'm stressed because I can't meet um, some demands for family members and friends and even children. That would make me feel sad. I see my um, neighbors um, buying cars, you know, celebrating and going to the movies. And I feel like, oh, I'm worthless. I could become depressed from there. Again, because it's the end of the year, people start reviewing the year and looking at it to say, where was I? January, where am I in December, or oh, I have not achieved anything, my mates are flying up there. That could predispose to some depressive disorder, the person feels sad or not, he loses interest in things that they usually like to do, and from there, if not well-managed, it could even lead to suicide, in which the individual now starts contemplating taking his or her own life because they feel unwanted, they feel um, worthless and hopeless, and probably can't even see a future from where they are. And it's something that um, one has to be very, very careful around this period because um, not meeting up with demands or societal responsibilities could predispose to a societal thought or ideation. Again, when we look at it, another thing that is very important just to mention in terms of distress is for some people, they may be genetically predisposed to a mental illness and a stress could, could bring out the illness that's already there genetically so the stressful um, holiday season could bring out the anxiety could bring out the psychosis or could bring out the depressive disorder so just to quickly run through how do we now manage this thing it's very important that number one we plan it's not when the holiday comes that you are trying to think of an emergency fund or taking a loan to celebrate it you could plan ahead you could prepare ahead before the holiday comes so that you know what you can do again we must learn to cut our quote according to our size you work on based on your budget have a budget you don't need to you are not impressing the world this is what i can achieve for now this is what i can do for now it doesn't mean you won't do better next year so you must learn to work within your means within your budget and try to be contented again there are so many um things you could do to to enjoy the season without even spending a lot of money you could decide to work um, go to the beach or just see the beach you understand take a walk with your family in fact you could you could see a movie at home you understand and it's a bonding time for the family that could also be part of it so that's a way to cope through it and not feel very stressed from um the outside world of pressures from outside that could also help the individual let's also not forget that beyond the holiday season there are still other seasons could also still be celebrated. There are still other things that will demand one's attention. So one must be careful around now to work within your limit, plan and budget ahead. And most importantly, pay attention to yourself too. Don't because of the season make all focus be on other people celebrating here and there. And you forget to take care of yourself. Self-care is very, very important at this moment. We say it's an holiday season, so we should learn to also relax in the midst of your and Bottle.
1: Thank you. I think that's I think that's all encompassing, and I think one one of the things that you know that I hear you with, and uh, you know, is a global phenomenon. Actually, is the issue of increased suicides around this around this period. So it's very important that we, as you said, we look after ourselves, but also we look out for some of the others, people who may be alone at this time, people who may be going through something at this time. I think this is a time we can also, without spending much money, because I know money is a key issue that we're going through a you know of living crisis here in the country right now but that notwithstanding we can still be our brother's keeper lend a hand give a person a hug you know when you see them chris can you tell us about some of the experiences you know you've had and you know with your clients as well around this holiday period and how you've helped them to specifically overcome some of these
0: what i call the holiday blues Um, One of the things I've noticed around this period and also in relation to stress is our dependence on feeling good, right? And our ability to feel good is dependent on a hormone called dopamine. So dopamine and cortisol work hand in hand in the sense that when there's a decrease in dopamine, there's an increase in the production of your cortisol, right? So your ability to feel good is diminished by whatever means Just as the doctor said, whether you've lost a job, you don't have money, you've lost someone, um, you don't have family around you. So those who feel good um, feelings, you know, you're not experiencing them anymore. As a result, your cortisol levels increase. What cortisol basically does is give you the energy that you need to deal with whatever it is that you have around you. And oftentimes, the energy we need um, comes from fast foods comes from high-dense foods, sugary foods, fatty food. So those ones give you the instant energy that you need. So when you get this and then for a bit, right, it kind of like satisfies your need for feeling good, right? So it kind of like helps you with the dopamine a bit. But not so much. Because cortisol is actually not supposed to make you feel good. But because we have not been able to build within us, you know, the the machinations that we need to feel good, we depend on cortisol. We depend on the feeling of cortisol. The challenge with that is the more you are in a stressful situation, the more you are in a situation where your cortisol levels increase, you begin to deal with acute stress, chronic stress. So, oftentimes, the people that I deal with, it, once we're able to tackle that, why are you? Because it's a big question that has to Um, that comes in with our consultations when it has to be stressed is why. You know, why do you feel this way? Why is this affecting you like this? Where is it coming from? Because you can have two people dealing with the same situation, but their reactions, their responses are different. So when you're able to pinpoint that, you find that it's easier for you to deal with the issue. If the issue is that of addiction, for instance, which is a, a very easy thing to fall into when you're stressed, addiction, of the cortisol because that cortisol gives you the cravings you know, for all those things that you normally would be addicted to because of the feelings that you get so we kind of like deal with that why are you addicted to this for instance people are addicted to sex because of the feel good right so you find that the more you, you partake in it, the more stressed out you become, because it's actually not the feeling that thing that you need because you're going about it the wrong way what you're basically doing is increasing your cortisol, increasing your cortisol. You become addicted. So the best thing that you can do with that is really take some time out. We talk about this all the time. Spend some time apart, not isolating yourself negatively, but taking some time out so that you can have a bit of introspection. Who are you? You know what is your vibe? What makes you happy beyond what it is that you're addicted to? What makes you happy? What led you down that path in the first place? People who are addicted to food are people who couldn't deal with certain situations. And for them to deal with it, 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 they they took maybe um, a donut a night. From a donut a night, it became two donuts, you know, three donuts, then a cake, and then they became addicted because they couldn't deal with the trauma, whatever it was. So their escape was food. So oftentimes... When you see that you're addicted to something, find out what it is that led you down that path and handle that effect. So that's what we've been able to do. A lot of times people who are addicted um, to whatever it is, drugs, food, sex, drinks, are running away from you. So you need to take some time out to deal with that yourself, right? And even though you're taking time out to deal with that yourself, also learn that there is a reason we have a support system. Because when you are with people who love you, you are with people who, who um, gravitate towards you, it kind of like adds, you know, to that dopamine, that feel-good thing that you're looking for. So you're not so much as addicted to the dream. So find people who bring that out to you and surround yourself with that. So it's not just about, hey, I can't deal, I'm running away. Most times when you're running away from people or running away from just basically isolating yourself is because you are still not able to deal with your trauma. So everything boils down to the trauma, whatever that is. And it's important that you learn to attack it. But this period now, this Thank Christmas you. period, this holiday, what are you going to do? First of all, again, introspect. What exactly is the holiday about for me? Then, how am I going to get the best out of this without being addicted to them? It's very easy. Look for a support system. Hold on to them. And it's very important not to be alone. Because being alone feeds into that depressive tendency yeah. and it can mm-hmm. yeah. actually worsens the addictive um, tendencies wow. as well. Thank you very much. Because for us, unfortunately,
1: this is, <laughs> you won't believe the time has flown past and we only have a couple of minutes left. So do you have any last words for our listeners, Chris, before we go to Dr. Lalade? Just quick last words for our listeners. Okay.
0: Yes. um, I I always tell people never think of stress as a negative, never think of stress as a problem. Think of stress as an ally. Think of stress as a tool that you can use. Now, that would affect how you respond to it. So it's easier for you to be more logical and to respond from a place of reasoning than to be emotive and be very impulsive. Oftentimes, when you respond to stress from an impulsive point, the outcomes are not usually beneficial to you. So learn to take some time, you know,
1: pause, take a break, and you. then just do what you need to. Do. Yeah, thank you so much, Dr. Lala. Your last words for our listeners.
2: Okay, thank you very much. Um, so um, this holiday season, I encourage everyone that would you set realistic goals, um, plan very well ahead. Stay contented and within um, what we can afford and we should also um, make sure that we set realistic goals like I mentioned earlier. And I wish all of us a wonderful time this holiday season. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much for wishing everybody. Um, happy holidays and impending uh, Happy New Year. Thank you.
0: Doctors and Air with Dr. Pamela